And just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, thank you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. Welcome back, everybody, to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Justin Davis, with Meals. What's going on, Meals? Yo, I am. What a week! <laughs> what a damn week! What a week! Have. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I mean, there's plenty of to say. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty to say, but it's kind of like, where do we start? Yeah, uh, where do we start with everything that's been going on, and I feel like we we cover. Not only just things that happen in the ring, but then things that happen online. And then it's yeah. like uh, the reactions of the people and all this other stuff like that. So it's kind of like a very wild, kind of frantic week that this we've is, had thus far. Yeah. It's been probably, we thought Mania week was crazy. We thought D- Daniel Bryan coming back that week was crazy. We thought uh, Ronda Rousey debuting was crazy. We thought all of the, those weeks were crazy. What, like, this Roman Reigns just just literally a month ago. Yeah. Craziest week. Yeah. This I won't say it's topped it. I it's it's equal. This week in wrestling is equal. So um we're gonna get right to it on the A show this week. Um we're not gonna do like the traditional no holds bar. We have such a huge uh amount of content to talk about today on the show, including Survivor Series, including NXT Takeover. But we do have one thing that I guess we'll we'll go long for more on this this week. Um it was a now or <laughs> I mean, how do we, how, where do we even start with, with the biggest news item this, this week here? I feel like you got to start at... At Raw, right? Yeah, you got to start at Monday nights. You got to so, start at Monday night. So Monday night, we thought we were getting Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. That's what we thought we were getting. We thought it was going to main event. Uh, Becky invaded Raw on Monday night at the end of the night. Uh, in one of the most amazing and, and really career defining moments of her career and you know bloodied face we'll to get me to it's scene. easily the biggest moment of her career thus far in yeah. terms of just the most notable the most stamp you could put a stamp on that and said that's the moment uh when you talk about this this current run that becky lynch is on and we've been talking about it for months i mean we've been talking about it since you know the night after SummerSlam. but really when you have this like wave of momentum and there are things that WWE just does that they get like right and they just keep it going and they manage to keep the wave of momentum. And I feel like eventually, yes, the, you know, it, all good things eventually come to an end, but they've been really riding it. And Monday night was kind of like the full culmination of like the 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 era of the man, yeah. if I can say that. And like you said, Becky has been, whether it's on our covers every single week, whether it's been us going long form, we've gone long form on her so many times, probably the fourth or fifth time we've done so um, in the last six weeks, uh, six months, really, uh, as far as Becky Lynch goes. 
uh, she came out, invaded Raw. What we didn't see at the time was how she got, you know, she had the, you know, it's being compared to Stone Cold's uh, WrestleMania 13 moment. moment. She had a bloodied face. And mm-hmm. we thought that that was, you know, just innocent, innocuous. She, but she might have gotten hit, you know, a little hard, but we didn't think, you know, it, it would be anything. Uh, news breaks out uh, on Tuesday uh, afternoon. Shout out to Sean Ross Sapp uh, right before SmackDown. Uh, that Becky and Ronda was off. It was, it was off. And from there, video started pouring in, showing exactly why Becky Lynch was not cleared and why that match was off. Uh, Nia Jax had, uh, listen, and this has been a big, this has been a big argument all throughout the internet, all, all week throughout the IWC, Twitter, all of that stuff. I, and I got to say, like, looking at the video, Nia Jax hauled off on Becky Lynch. And I essentially broke her face <laughs> even though they say that they said they said that on, on smackdown but like the they, diagnosis they, says she has a broken face i was like no doctor would ever no ever say broken face would ever say all right yeah, i'm gonna give you this prescription for your broken face like the, what, that's what nice. that's what you call ugly chicks i don't know what <laughs> 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 what Nia did do, however, with that one punch was give Becky a concussion, uh, which rendered her, you know, unable to be clear before the allotted time. I'm guessing it's within 72, at least hours before they travel, I, w- I would assume, uh, to Survivor Series in L.A. this weekend uh, is effectively rendering that match called off and, and really to the disappointment of everybody, a, a lot of people who have really gotten involved and, and really in, uh, entrenched into the storyline of Becky versus Ronda, two wrestlers who aren't even on the same brand, but have been doing such good things with their individual brands that it has become such a hot match. And I think it's become one of the most must-see matches. But the Nia Jax issue has really grown out of control at this point. I, I think that, you know, on two sides, a lot of people will say, it's wrestling. This is, this is what happens. You know, it's not ballet. You know, everyone says this, says that, but on the other hand, it's Naya has a history of this and it's kind of, it's, it, 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 there is a hierarchy in WWE where, you know, if Naya had hauled off and punched Lisa Fox in the face and broke her nose or gave her a concussion, I hate to say like that would have been whatever. You know, or Dana Brooke, that would have been whatever. Yeah, Becky, don't pick a black girl. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dan, Dana Brooke, it would have been whatever. You know, Dan, Dana Brooke, it would have been what anything. I mean, it's still right, but like Dana Brooke, it's whatever. Right. Becky Lynch, who is being positioned as the face of the promotion at this point, both promotions at this point, it's a little bit different. Um, and rightfully so, I think Nia is getting heat, and I think that it I think is rightfully rightfully deserved. Like I look at that video meals and I saw Nia look her right in the face. There's no one that you could confuse Becky Lynch for. There's no one that looks like her in that ring. She hauled the fuck off and punched her in the face. Um, all right, so Here's my views on this sort of situation in terms of the collab, the, the 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 pandemonium that's happened in the ring, everything that's going on, the emotions in the air. I 100% agree with you that she hauled off on her face. Like it was probably way more hard than it deserved. And if you look around at the other, you know, the other women in the ring, they're doing their best to be gentle amongst like everything that's going on. And and there's a and when you have 
pretty much just a ton of people going on. It's hits going everywhere. It's people slapping people out of nowhere. There are hits coming from behind you that you don't know. The point is just to get everyone out the ring or to evacuate everyone or something like something to the rather. Um, what I would really, in terms of the stance that I'm probably actually taking, I might really. I, do, I genuinely think it was an accident. I, d- I think it was in terms of something where it's like, it's, yes, she probably hits so hard. To me, it, this kind of reminds me of, especially when, you know, everyone's talking about like stiffness and like, you know, unsafe in the ring. It reminds me kind of of, you know, Vader's WWF run in the late 90s. And Shawn Michaels essentially saying like, yo, he's hitting too hard. He's stiffing. Blah, 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 and that sort of derailed his entire career. Vader in the WWF did not end on the best of terms or, it, you know, had sort of a really good ending to anything. I mean, he's still not even in the Hall of Fame, which is crazy. R.I.P. Vader. Um, but it reminds me of that. I think the thing is, it's just like, where do you stand? Where do you stand? I, I don't think I don't I think all the hate towards Nia Jax is unwarranted because I generally do feel like there are accidents that definitely happen in the ring. Could she be much more safer? Does she need to be reprimanded? Yeah, probably. I mean, things have gone on for probably more. This has happened more times, you know, than you would like from one superstar. Then you would like from one. I mean, there's a whole thread on Reddit about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in terms of just the threat itself, I think that's, you know, again, I think I think women are treated sort of unfairly from that aspect in terms of they're targeted way more heavier than men are. And I don't really care what Lance Storm says about how men were also targeted when they do injure opponents. I don't think we've seen any backlash compared to what happened to Brie Bella two months ago or what's going on with Nia Jax right now in terms of just like, okay, this was clearly something I don't think she really truly meant to sock this shit out of her. Um, But she did. But now everyone's going around saying you ruined this, you, you you're unsafe, blah blah blah. Ah, ah. And to me, I think it's generally unwarranted, and I think overall it shows kind of how truly sexist wrestling fans can actually be. Well, and, I, I and I also and and I'll agree there, and I also will counter with like uh, Seth Rollins did get a level of that. I think he's probably the only man that ever has. But no one was saying he needs to go back to NXT. No, no one was saying he needs to go back to NXT. Right. No one's saying she needs to be taken off the roster. No one says she needs to, you know, be reprimanded. To me, in my opinion, when it, it, the things go on in the ring, it's unfortunate that these accidents do happen. But in my opinion, they are accidents. I don't know if she, I really don't know what was going on in Nia Jax's head at that moment. Um, I don't think she clearly saw Becky and was like, "I'm a haul off on this bitch right now." I don't think that's what. <laughs> I don't think that's what she said. I really don't. I think it was all in the moment. She probably got hit hard by somebody else, and she was trying to return it and sock Becky in the face. That's my opinion. I really don't generally think that she really meant to haul off on Becky. Um, but, now, but, 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 but I say this. There has been a pattern. People have brought this pattern to light. 
people have gone with their threads. Um, Nia Jax was, you know, in the past responsible for Bailey being out of SummerSlam. And, you know, people shown the threads of her dropping Charlotte on her head and, you know, the, the backbreaker to Asuka or a lot of different things. And I do think there needs to be a, a, some sort of reprimanded. You need to be, you need to, she needs to be under, she needs to understand that she's responsible for her action. She needs to be a lot more careful with the things she does, but also in a sense, she's a big girl. Like it's not, it's not just, you know, it's not the same as everybody else, you know, who sort of lays a punch that way. She's a big girl. Like it's going to hurt when she hits you, you know? But I, I mean, again, I, I one thing I will say as far as her reaction to everything is that I don't think like I think it's not a good idea for her to be trying to uh make tweets saying, What about my fist? type shit. Like I don't I don't know if you wanna really like start making an angle out of this. I think she could have like waited like a day or two for that tweet. I mean in terms of I would say it comes off. It comes off as indignant. I just think she should have. She, she yeah. could have kept it low. She could have kept it low for a couple of days. I think so, probably as well. I think that's probably not her, but I think she probably that probably would have been for the best. But in my opinion, I don't have her mentions. Thank God, her mentions right now are crazy. Her mentions right now are wild, and judging from. In terms of just the character, not the character, but the actual person behind the character. She's someone who's just like, look at these, you know, guys. I mean, they need to get a life. And that's essentially what she was saying with that post, in my opinion. She was like, you guys need to get a life. Like, you guys are. What about my fist isn't a good. (laughs) Like, what about Becky's brain? (laughs) Like, it's not good. This is true. This is true. But uh, from that issue. I, I think that one thing we can agree on, I, I, I really think this has made Becky, this has been a blessing in, this, in, this, in disguise. And whether Nia is punished or not, I think Nia, and we'll talk about this on the, on the show today, Nia has changed the entire course <laughs> of the WWE. Uh, I don't know if it's for the better yet, but they, she, this whole, this one incident has changed literally everything for the show. I think it's a, you know, we have these unfortunate situations and it it is because of WWE's protocol, because even probably 20 years ago, the match would have probably still gone on. She would have worn some sort of face mask and that would have been sort of the end of it. Um, But yeah, it's really changed the entire landscape. It's changed Survivor Series. It has brought a WrestleMania main event that we've talked about on this podcast before. And it's previewing it. We've been, talk- Slam. we've been I mean, talking about Survivor Series. We've been talking about this, uh, and we'll get to this in a second, but we've been talking about a lot of the stuff that's supposed to be happening that literally happened in one night on Tuesday. And uh, but like Becky, her moment really it this kind of solidified her because it's like now Becky is not only the conquering hero who went to Raw and beat people's asses, uh, and and now she has a match that everyone wants to see. So when mm-hmm. she is back in the ring, she's it's it's easy. She just has to walk out. She is just her reaction on Tuesday night on, on SmackDown was literally the, the biggest pop I've seen this side of uh, shit. AJ coming out. I, and I think it's even bigger than that. I think it, it's like up there with, with, with some of the, the biggest moments that we've seen in this generation. And I really think that this was a blessing in disguise for her because she looks like a complete an utter badass, even more so than she did when she was beating up Charlotte in the performance center. Let me just say this in terms of just that final moment of Monday Night Raw. 
you can't like recreate magic like that. That was in terms of just everything sort of even despite the punch to the face, the blood, the swagger, the walking, the final thing. I mean, and now also, you look at it. And it, also it, remember, she was doing the rest of that last half, like when she walked up to the stairs and did all that stuff. She was doing that concussed. She doesn't remember any of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Like, it's a moment. That shit. It's a moment. It's kind of it's kind of surreal. Now it, it actually makes the moment a little bit more surreal. Um, like it makes it such a major turning point. And to me, in terms of just women in WWE, I don't think we've ever, probably maybe even since Lita, and I think this is probably stronger than that. Yeah, this is bigger bigger than that. I think, don't get me wrong, Lita was huge. Uh, I I don't want to understate that Lita was huge, but I do think that they haven't, there hasn't been a female star in the WWE that's just been so, not, not just, I'm the most over of all the women. She is the, one of the most over superstars in the WWE. She is a 1A, 1B sort of deal right now. Like, she is a major deal. I don't and, know what the... Uh, if she's number one, I'm going to say right now, I don't know what the B is, unless until Roman Reigns comes back. Yeah. I don't I know mean, what the B is. I mean, quite frankly, and, and you know, it's it's this... Is this organic sort of star that usually WWE can't predict? In my opinion, they usually don't predict these stars. No. To me, this is kind of like a CM Punk or a Daniel Bryan or a Stone Cold Steve Austin or things back in the day where, you know, they brought in these people just for this one purpose and then it's sort of tidal wave of momentum and one moment shifts the entire thing. Now, do you think that, and I know we, we have had a conversation about this, I think we could put it to, to rest and now the turn is complete. This was this was not a heel turn. No, they tried it because remember we were doing a heel watch for her. Yeah, yeah. They, they they fucked up that one week and we had a long conversation about it. But now that this is over, I this is not a heel turn. I think people can stop saying it at this point. No, I I, I don't think so. I think this is more of the blossoming of a new phase and a new character for Becky Lynch. Right. I don't think this is more in terms of alignments. This is more towards character tree and personalities. <clears throat> and, you know, you know what? I'll, I'll avoid it. I know we weren't <laughs> going to talk about the hug, but I think that's it was, it, this to me is more, it speaks more volumes on sort of that. It speaks uh, to something like a stone cold Steve Austin. Before, before we get to that part. Okay. I'll, I'll say my piece on the hug mm-hmm. before we, but, but before we get to that part, that's because I, I do want to talk about what happened with SmackDown before we get into predictions. Sure. But um, I also want to just, just go back to when we were talking about the SummerSlam finish mm-hmm. and we, and Charlotte won. And I don't remember either of us being upset about it because of what happened after, but yeah. a, a lot of people were literally like, you know, they are still thinking that that was the wrong move. And just to be clear, Charlotte winning, like, give Charlotte a lot of props for everything that she's done in that program, but also give her props for having to take the heat for winning that title in August because she oh, yeah. had, she had to play in order to get her friend over. She had to play the lightning rod for everything. If, if, if Becky won that title and she flipped after that, that's, I would have called that a failure. That would have been a terrible move. Becky yeah. losing that title and then giving getting a chance. Like they had that one stumble that Tuesday after, but they mm-hmm. they 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 got it back and Becky was able to gr- build a groundswell of support of those fans that have loved her since for two three years since she moved on to SmackDown Live, and this is where we're at right now. I don't think that you should 
not give props to WWE creative for knowing exactly what the fuck they had and using that against the better judgment of the fucking people on the internet. I think this was a fantastic fucking turn. I'm going to say it right now. This is literally my storyline of the year is Becky Lynch. I think, yeah, you know what? I would probably call her like if there was a, a, I mean, I mean, Gargano, Gargano Champa was great. This is better to me. To me, this is a breakout star. This is something that's just like natural. It's organic. It's like, it was a moment people reacted um, very genuinely to it all. And that's kind of what you want. You want to evoke that sort of emotions from audience. You want to at least, you know, provide that sort of just, just everything like that. When you, when you want it to be as real as possible. And I think if if you're talking about, Oh, if they decided to give it to Becky and then turned a heel, it would have been as probably artificial. Mm -hmm. Um, this is probably as real as it actually gets in terms of getting the fans behind our side. Yeah. And so this leads us to SmackDown with Becky having to come out uh, and essentially choose her opponent. Um, a lot of people are upset. I mean, obviously, we, we kind of alluded to it. It's going to be Charlotte and Ronda uh, at Survivor Series, and we'll talk about that match in, at length in a few. It's a no-brainer, but- in my opinion. It's a, I mean, you have to swap. You have to swap the matches. I'm Again, I am very impressed and very uh, just just i give all the kudos to wwe for realizing this and saying we can't have that match at mania it's not going to work and swapping it and giving us the better match because i know we're going to get there we all know we're going to get there bruh bruh (laughs) bruh bruh let me just say this when it's my idea no one likes to give me any credit or no one wants to like everyone likes to shit on it that because it's my idea. But when someone I else didn't shit on it, I didn't shit on listen, it. Listen, people, I'm, I'm not gonna say you, I'm not gonna say names, but people were very against the idea of let's go with Becky and Rhonda at you know, WrestleMania, in my opinion. And yes, there is a sort of route where it's like, oh, Becky, you know, Becky wins the Royal Rumble, which 100 percent I still do think should happen. Um, in my opinion, yeah, it just should have happened. It would have been wild, yeah, switching it one night and just kind of like retconning a lot of different things. But I think in the long run, it still would have paid off, in my opinion. I think that's what we want to see at this point. Right. And I think the people want to see, I think if they leave, to me, if they leave Becky out of the Royal Rumble, we're definitely getting Charlotte and Ronda again, in my opinion. I don't think, I... Because there, how, how would it happen? How would it happen? <laughs> I would, I would put. You would either then have Ronda lose the belt, and then Ronda goes to Mania. Like, how would it happen otherwise? So, I'd still, I'd still have. Um, Charlotte is clearly, and we'll talk about this in a second. Charlotte is has 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 seeded her number one ness, and I in a way that I've never even seen before, in with a Cena or anyone. He never seeded to, to Punk. <laughs> he never seated. Yeah. He never really seated the Roman either. He just kind of disappeared. Is, so this is because, in my opinion, with those guys, it was competition. With Becky and Charlotte, I do actually think they're friends, and I do think Charlotte is actually happy for Becky Lynch. And then 100%. I also think, in 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 some part of it, Charlotte does not one hundred percent want complete all the spotlight on her because she know she wants like the entire division to flourish. 
Right. She doesn't want it just to be herself. She doesn't care to be like the person running the brand. She, it, to me, in, in my opinion, WWE's in terms of that, the spotlight will always be on Charlotte. In my opinion, absolutely. And um, and I think that that it, it leads us right to her choosing Becky or Becky choosing Charlotte rather. Uh, and and we're getting that match on Sunday, and they shake hands and they hug, and that. I've seen so many people ex. I wasn't a fan everybody. of the hug. I wasn't a fan of the hug. I'm just a lot of people it. weren't a fan of the hug. Uh, go ahead, I, Mills. I think it's just, I think it's just sort of a misstep in the character of Becky Lynch. I don't think in terms. Don't get me wrong. I'm not blowing this out of proportion. It's a hug. It's whatever. Like it's something that's small, and it may, you know, plant the seeds for something a little bit later on. But in my opinion. I think it was a misstepping character in terms of just the swagger of Becky Lynch and especially how she's been torching everyone on Twitter, like burning it down. Seth Rollins, um, Rhea Ripley, um, everybody else. She's been the one woman crusade and just the swagger on her and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I think she could have gave the acknowledgement to Charlotte without hugging Charlotte, especially after that brutal match. Um but it is what it is. That's my opinion. I think it's a, to me, it's a, just a light misstep. It's not something crazy. I think that if there was ever a bury the hatchet moment, we re- and we rarely get these moments in WWE. We rarely ever get moments like this. I feel like if they really wanted to do it that way, they should have did it at, at the, uh, at evolution, to be honest, if they were yeah. going to, if they were going to squash the beef like that and not here, I, I will say that. I don't mind the hug because it was WWE again back against the wall <laughs> on Tuesday. Them saying yeah. this storyline is not going on again; it is over. And they are. It was never hatred. It was always competition, and they're moving on. And they are, you know, doing going their, their respective ways. But also, it is them saying Charlotte is she is down a peg a little. And Becky is up there. Becky chose her because she be, she literally made Charlotte her son. And at that point, it's there's no ain't, ain't no more. It's like I beat your ass. We 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 toughed it out. We we fought it out. We scrapped. Hug. Get it over with. It's over. And that's just the way I saw it. And I I agree that it might have been jarring to some people because of how Becky you know was. But I don't think not in one moment was it ever. In my opinion, it, from what I saw explicitly seen. That it was ever like I w- I don't I don't fuck with you no more. It was always I want this spot and I'm gonna fight you for this spot and that's what that's the way I took it and the hug is all right we done. I think it's more to me it, it's more character based in terms of just not being completely in line with the character that she has now. That's just but, my beef with it. Would you agree because that I, it was to finish that feud? It was to literally say that this feud's over. Would you agree with that? To me, it was to acknowledge that Charlotte is capable of facing and potentially beating Ronda Rousey. That's what it meant for me. In my opinion, if it had been, you know, if this was, and, you know, sorry to use all the comparisons, but to to me, when you think of character base, if you have a Triple H, if you have a Stone Cold, if you have The Rock, they're not doing that. In my opinion, even The Rock. Well, Austin's, never not, Austin's, the Rock, not, Austin's not saving Stephanie McMahon either. This is true. Well, <laughs> She hugged him. I'll say that. Oh, I'm not saying the. I'm not saying the hug. I'm saying Austin as a character would never save a McMahon. 
this is he was I, he was brought to a moment at that point. He he it was a in terms of just the context of the storyline. I don't want to get, but it, it's it's more of the to me just the character. That's more my beef with it in terms right. of it's just not in line with the character. But the hug is the hug. It's not it's not a big deal. It happened. Uh, cool, great. Uh, that's 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 our place on the hug. Shout out to the chat. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. End. I'm pretty sure we're gonna argue about something way dumber in a second. So oh, it's, yeah, usually always how it happens. Let's get into NXT Takeover uh, Los Angeles Meals uh, War Games. Uh, it is a short card. Four matches on this card. They they're not doing the five match uh, thing. Triple H said earlier today that uh, the two out of three falls match and War Games are gonna take up the bulk of the show, which I'm all for. That's but incredible. But let's start uh, off with the two out of three falls match, which I think will actually go first. And I think it should go first because you don't want to have like two really long matches close to each other. You want to start in like you want to start with one and book in with one, you know, Uh, you got Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie saying two out of three falls match for the NXT women's title. Uh, What say you, Mills? Who do you think comes out on top here? Man, at this point, it's likely. The way that it's looking, the way that it's looking. The way it's looking on the main roster, I'm just going to say. <laughs> to me, it's... I mean, the way it's looking on the main roster, it looks like Shayna Baszler should lose. <laughs> um, because she's got two, you know, a very stiff Samoan coming her way um, in terms of Ronda Rousey. But... And another stiff Samoan. Um, who do I think will win? Oh, the, the, It goes without saying. This is going to be a tremendous match, I think. We talked about it. Yeah, it's going to be good. We talked about it last week. Um, We think it's going to be a good match. I know Mills, you're not a really big fan of the stip, but I think that they're going to go all out here. I think their matches have progressively gotten better every single time. And I think this is going to be the, this could really be a match of the year contender. I'm interested in psychology of the match. The psychology of a two out of three falls match is always intriguing because I Mm -hmm. feel like people, it's very, very easy to fall into the pattern of a regular two out of three falls match. So depending on how they do it, um, it could be very, very interesting. I think probably, shit, I thought Shayna was going to lose last time, but here we are. Um, <laughs> I would say probably, you know what? I'm going to probably say Shayna Baszler is going to win. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on a on a very large limb. To me, the the that's a the, large limb. <laughs> the inclusion of Marina and Jesse May, Jesse May, uh, just adds a new dimension to it. And to me, it needs a little bit more length on on the NXT roster to make it work. I don't think uh, Shayna Baszler leaving them high and dry after just forming the you know three out of four horsewomen is pretty particularly good. Um, so I'm probably gonna go with Shayna Baszler here. To me, this match is whoever loses goes to the main roster. That's what this match is to me. I think Kyrie's ready. I think Shayna's ready. I think, but however, where would you, you put Kyrie by the if if I had to ask, where would you put Kyrie? You put on Raw. Okay. Put on Raw. You don't want her. You don't want her facing Oscar uh, yet. You don't want that yet. I think you have you have a lot of heels that she could go against that she can beat every week right now. Right, and she's got that she's got that small stature that I think uh, really would lend herself to matches against like bigger people. Or and her and Alexa, I think, could really tear it tear it down. Hey, hey, she could team she could team up with Ember Moon to face the Samoans. You never know. Absolutely, but I mean, on the other end, I think Kyrie needs a longer run, and I think that she has feuds that she has coming out of this that have not been finished, such as uh, her defeating 
Bianca before and Bianca winning that match again. Uh, Lacey Evans, they had, they've had a longstanding feud. I think there are a lot of exciting things. Whereas with Shayna, there aren't enough faces for her to face anymore. Like where it's like, they aren't up, up and coming. I mean, I believe they're going to flip Candice. Mia Yim is just starting. And I think she's got a program with Bianca probably coming. Uh, between she that. was beaten tonight on NXT. She was. She was. Bianca, she was. Bianca Belair is still undefeated. But I think it's time for Pops a new, I think it's time for a new heel on that. On, on there. I don't think heels on, on the women's side last very long. Uh, and I also think that it's just time for Shayna to move up. I think she's a tremendous, she's like grown tremendously since she's been on NXT almost two years now. And I think there's more, there's, there's less time for her there than, than Kyrie. I think she's going to put on a valiant, valiant effort, but of course her winning evolution is the reason why we needed to get here. So I think she is the transitional uh, champion here. And I think Kyrie saying wins it two to one. To me, I would like, you know, I just have to see an opposition for the, the obviously Marina and then Justin May, unless that was a one time thing. But I'd have, NXT, it doesn't look like a one time thing. I'd have EO and, and Mia or somebody come out and, and counter that. Yeah, that would be nice. They've already tweeted and, and they've already tweeted in support of Kyrie. I think you do that, have Shayna lose in like a, a six woman match or something like that, and then let Marina and Jessamine do whatever they got to do. And I think they'll be called up way sooner than we think. When, oh, yeah. if, if, if it needs to uh, happen that way. Uh, well, to, me, to me, in my opinion, the reason why I say Shayna Baszler, I'm saying let's keep her. It's already November. Um, it's not like we're going to figure her into WrestleMania plans currently. So to me, let them get a run on NXT. And then we call them up the night after WrestleMania and you start the four horsewomen. You you turn Ronda heel. You, you do a whole bunch of different things. Like it, to me, it, it's setting up for that. Uh, next match, Alistair Black versus Johnny Gargano. A really interesting match in that I don't feel like there has been enough on TV to make me really excited for it. I love both of these guys. I think they're going to have a great match. But like, who goes over here? Like, who? Like, I I don't see a finish to this match. Well, I'll say um, because you haven't seen it yet, they did show a video package for this match. Okay. Um, in my opinion, it was a very good video package, but this is WWE we're talking about. It's like, <laughs> whatever. They really pieced it all together in terms of just like, this is more, they they rolled the story back from like Johnny Gargano and Aleister Black getting in his way of Tommaso Ciampa and him having to make him pay for getting in his way. And now in terms of that, Aleister Black wants revenge on Johnny Gargano because he essentially not only cost him the NXT championship, but it cost him a couple, you know, a couple months out. Yeah. So to me, it's sort of it's it's really surface level, but it's it's kind of it, it still works, in my opinion. Um, Johnny Gargano, man, I, I, I don't I, yeah, I don't I, you don't have him lose at a consecutive takeover here. You know? But you can. That's the thing. You can have moves. <laughs> like, in my opinion, it's like... To get the heel turnover? No, I just think... I don't even know if he's fully... I th- to me, there's a there's an element of shades of gray with this one, which I don't know if he's completely fully heel. I just think, as you said, as we said last week, I just think he needs his ass whooped. <laughs> um, because I feel like he's just taking things a little too far. He's letting his emotions run amok, and he's not properly thinking and alistair black with that you know is it called fade to black the uh 
the black mass black mass there we go is going to probably end his world um and rightfully so in my opinion and i think you know in my opinion alistair black goes over uh, I'm, I'm calling alistair black I'll agree. I'll agree with you. I'll say Alistair goes over. Um, I, I think you keep Alistair strong. I think he's one of the he's he's been kept very protected since uh, his debut. Two losses. I mean, come on. He he he's clearly going to get the the belt back. But like, what is your? I mean, you kind of said your thoughts on Gargano's turn. But like, what do you think this leads to him if he does lose this match? Whew. It's it's getting to a point, and I'm I'm gonna bring this up in the Champa match as well. It's like these guys have been on this NXT roster for like three years. Yeah, it's I we're I'm we're getting to a point where it's like there's there's like nothing more for them here, and I think it's it's time for them to kind of like start winding down their runs. I which is which is scary. Which is scary, and I think <laughs> it's scary because I don't know. It's scary because I really don't know what's on the other end. I really don't yeah. know. I don't know yeah. if it's main roster. I don't know if it's 205. They're not They're because they're like, they're, they're small tiny. enough for 205. They are tiny but they, can, <laughs> but they can also work on the main roster. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's kind of like, it's kind of uncertain and sort of where things go after this. But I think. Who does Gargano get? Like Riddle? Like, or, or, or I guess. We'll, might, I'll, I mean, say, I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that. He might. I mean, quite honestly, he might even get, you know, Rick, in my opinion, this goes Alistair Black beats Johnny Gargano. Um, at the Rumble, we get Alistair Black versus Tommaso Ciampa. Mm-hmm. And then it potentially winds back around to Gargano versus Ciampa one more time. Um, and hopefully that is it. And the ring explodes and just both of them end up on the main roster. <laughs> because... At this point, this is the longest sort of thing, and it's going to be the longest match and the longest story and everything like that. It's, it's, it's already a time-tested story, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, speaking of a time-tested story, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, who has been champion for quite a few months now, I, I always thought that he was going to be the transitional guy. ends up not, but, I mean, there isn't really a challenger for him until... Right until Velveteen Dream, who is getting his first crack at the NXT title. They are going against each other in Los Angeles for the title, for the strap. Mills, is this Velveteen Dream's time, or is this just a tryout? To me, it feels like a tryout. It doesn't feel... if you, if, In my opinion, in terms of the, the match that probably hasn't gotten enough of a heat behind it, um, just because I think both guys have a reasonable amount of cool factor behind them. Mm-hmm. Like people love Tommaso Ciampa's gimmick. People love Velveteen's gimmick. I think everyone is going to enjoy this match. And I think that's what everyone's looking forward to. Um, is it Velveteen's dreams time yet? No, no, no. So it's, you're picking Champa? I'm picking Champa. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking uh, Champa. I'll pick Champa too. Um, I, would I think love it'll it be, be Velveteen Dreams time. Oh, it's it not his time yet. It's not his time yet. I think um, next, I think next year is that is that moment for him. I I'm enjoying his face turn uh, as of as of right now. It's been it's been really good. Um, I think it'll be a great match, but uh, I think and I think we touched on this before. Uh, who's who's gonna really dethrone Champa? I think Alistair has to get the 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 rub back here, right? I think Alistair eventually does. I think Alistair does. Um, Ciampa winds off with Gargano somewhere, and I think we may get an undisputed era. 
championship match finally at the oh, WrestleMania. Yeah, so you get Black and Cole finally yeah. again, and Cole wins and Black goes. Yeah, which makes sense. That that's that that's that's about as long as second runs work for NXT champions around right, right. around three months. So I I, I get that, um, and I agree with that. But do you think? And I and I've always had this story in my in my head. Gargano comes out. Helps Champa win. We get heel DIY versus Black and Dream. That's to, to me. That's the money match. That would be fire. You and and you can still get to Black Champa because, I mean, not Black Champa. You still get you can still get Champa Gargano because I don't think they'll be te- they'll, they'll I don't think they'll team up that that long anyway. I think they're just both crazy guys. I think they'll just go against each other again. That would be fire. But just imagine the handshake between. Velveteen and Alistair, the the fucking roof would blow off the place. I don't know. If, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just I can't say I, I know. It doesn't seem in line with what's going on. Um, but their their stories are intersecting because they're both facing off against the, the, those guys. Yeah, they're going to intersect again, and I think people they they waited a year for this, so I think it's going to be fire if it does happen to take over. Um, now we get to war games. Whew, this is going to be like an hour match. Uh, the Undisputed Era versus Ricochet, Pete Dunne, and the War Raiders. Uh, does the Undisputed Era, or will they, two-peat War Games again this year? Whew. Um, it's hard know, to predict it. It's hard to predict these matches. I think. It, it really doesn't matter. What, what, nothing's really on the line. Like <laughs> They could make something on the line, but I think in order for there to be things on the line they have to lose this match. And I think that kind of gives War Raiders their chance to get the, ta- the tag titles because they could be the ones that pin them. Mm-hmm. And you could, you know, effectively uh, end the Ricochet-Adam Cole feud, which has been going on for uh, since the summertime. And you could, have, you could give Pete Dunne something else to do. Pete Dunne is kind of like his chaotic, neutral guy that just comes in and <laughs> just does whatever. Man is on every show. <laughs> call him to the main roster. Exactly. I, I want to see Pete Dunne called up. What's, what are we doing here? I would watch it 205 Live if he was calling up, or even SmackDown, honestly. They're going to make the Pete Dunne reign. Before, before I say this, do you, who do you think is going to win? Do you think the good guys or bad guys? Bad guys. Okay. Um, How many times I, have good guys won war games? <laughs> well, but here's the thing. The, the bad guys got the advantage. Obviously, Kyle O'Reilly got the advantage for the team tonight, and I think it's going to – that's usually how it goes, right? I think the good guys have won war games before. Let me see. I, I want to look at the history of war games and just see. Okay. Oh God, WCW. I didn't. I forgot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, four horsemen lost. Four horsemen lost. Four horsemen lost. Oh God. Never mind. <laughs> the first three losses in war games, <laughs> the heels yeah. have lost. Yeah, exactly. Um, one, one. Damn. Wow. Yo, the four horse, the War Games match was made for four horsemen to lose. Um, oh, they were just doing these monthly. Wow, Ric Flair's the goat. You know, <laughs> the, I'm looking at all oh, these are monthly, like within days of each other. Um, God, wow, the Hulkamaniacs, NWO, Team Ru- Russo. Could could we talk about that? You're you guys going are gonna. Too you're, deep. You're, you guys are going to talk about um, on late fees. Oh yeah, we're we are we're talking about ready to rumble uh in the wrestler this week. <laughs> that is gonna be amazing. So if I, you listen it, to the A show, you definitely want to listen to Lifey's this week. It, it is going to be 
we're, we're doing really it's, it's a wrestling weekend so i thought it, it matched it, it really matches up this week but uh we have uh la times journalist jen yamato joining us who she's she's a huge wrestling fan and uh it's it's one of my favorite uh episodes of late fees and i think it matches up with everything going on so you got a really re- wrestling centric rnc this week but I get, a, get away from your yeah i think on this on this yeah I, I, don't, I don't know well you know what it does it well it doesn't do much for them uh it doesn't do much for them if they win i don't know it's weird I, i'll go with i'll go do much for anybody if anybody wins honestly I, I'll undisputed go with era isn't less undisputed era because they lose it'll be a great match though for sure it's gonna be fucking fire yeah i agree uh, I think it's going to be yet another great takeover, but uh, we got to get to the big boy Survivor Series 2018. Let's speed through some of the whatever matches and, and really get down to the nitty gritty on some of the big ones. Uh, five of the kickoff show will have the five one five tag team elimination match uh, between the Usos, Sanity, New Day, Colognes, the Good Brothers uh, versus Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, who are the captains, uh, the B team, Lucha House Party, the Revival and the Ascension. Uh, tell me why. Tell me why you don't care about this match. Um, oof, a million. Re- I could give. I'll give you twenty reasons why. Tag team. Tag uh, teams are <laughs> fucking. They couldn't call the mighty up or somebody. <laughs> it's just weird. I wouldn't want the mighty in this sort of. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't care about the mighty. Who might get? They, they I, I really call really up don't. heavy machinery. I, I fuck with heavy machinery. They, they would have honestly. Them. Both of those teams would have blended right in. Honestly, <laughs> with the way this thing is going, they would have been um, more over than the colognes. Like that that Uso segment on SmackDown where they were like giving them shirts was the saddest segment I've ever seen in my life. Listen, they're Puerto Rican, man. Come on, <laughs> listen, they're Puerto Rican. This is does this roster make you think like, man? You know who the WWE needs? The Bucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does because you know what? Like out the box, the Bucks makes all these guys better. Yeah, because they they they'll have all great matches, and the Usos won't have to carry everything by themselves. And they're barely on TV. And you know what? The Bucks could very well be in this match next year, and yeah. it, it'll be fucking incredible. Um, um, I I think that uh, you know what? I think this match will be fun. I think it's gonna I, be fun. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it, but I, I'll watch it. It's fun. I'll support you know the guys. You know, uh, I'll go with I'll go with Raw here. I'll go with SmackDown. SmackDown just looks better on paper. Mm-hmm. I don't know who I mean they got a Bobby Roode Chad Gable thing going on where they're on this little like streak thing <clears throat> um, I could see them giving up a few false finishes to the Usos but uh, Usos Sanity New Day the Colognes you know Colognes are former undisputed tag team champions right yeah I know uh... <laughs> you know that Raw team has no tag team champions on them well the B team I guess Listen, the B team are the most decorated tag team on the Raw side. That's sad. That is sad. That's very sad. That's gross. I, I, the, the, the tag teams are dire. I think more than anything, if they're going to call anybody up after Survivor Series, they need to call up some of these teams that are just like sitting around with nothing to do. Well, I feel like put them on. Give them something, man. Give them, some, give them something the way that you give, you know, I think even the cruiserweights get a little bit more than the tag teams. On Danny, Bur- Danny Birch, uh, what's the other dude? Oni Larkin, you're up. Get the fuck out of it. <laughs> but even <laughs> if I'm those, I'm like, do we really have to be called up? Because they're not doing anything with anybody. The Ascension has, they're the 
nothing has been done with them ever in life. You know why? Because they, they, they did that role warrior shit back in the day, and that, that killed them. How did that kill them? That was like three, four years ago. That, they've done nothing, nothing, not a run. Everyone gets a run. Dissension have not even had anything close to sneeze at the tag team championships. They look dumb, bro. That's why. Yeah. They look I mean, let them go. If you don't like them, fucking let them go. If I, was, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Victor likes the checks, but damn, like, I still got to pay them? <laughs> In wow. my opinion, you are advocating for the firing of this. <laughs> you know what? That's a, that doesn't sound nice when you say it, but in my opinion, it's just like, yo, what are we really doing? Really, what are we doing? Could the Ascension go to New Japan and start tearing it up? Over oh there? hell no! All right, nah, now we're going too far. <laughs> now we're going too far. Next match. Next match is uh, for the cruiserweight title. I don't. This was not announced for the uh, kickoff show, but I mean, if it's on the main. We should just assume. Let's <laughs> <laughs> assume it's on the kickoff. Just um, Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali, which, I mean, if you saw their No Holds Bar match uh, from a couple of months ago, incredible match. So this, Listen, this should be great. Run that match back. I don't yeah. even care if you run the exact same match back. I think people <laughs> need to see it. How do you think the LA crowd is going to go for it? You think people are going to go up for it? Oh, it's going to be a smart crowd. Um, I already know like a couple people are flying in for this uh, who are who are you know generally smart fans. I think they're going to show a lot of love to to two hundred five, and I think it's going to be well deserved. This brand is really just think about a year ago. It was Enzo as the champion, and he was calling everybody out uh, out their names, and the, you know. In the ring and kicking the you know, the dick, all this yeah, other stuff, all that man. stuff. Think about from where they're at for a year ago to, to now, you have really a bunch of heavy hitters, you know, on, on that roster. And, um, you know, kudos to them. I think, I think they're going to be received very well. I think a lot of these matches are going to be received very well. Um, but I think that Buddy Murphy's going to retain. I don't think it's, it's not time for Mustafa yet. I want it to be time for Mustafa, man. This is the second main roster title match that he's had this year. Um, if not then, if not then, if not now, then when? Uh, I feel like Buddy Murphy. Rumble. I Rumble. Like, I don't know. I feel like Buddy Murphy is like. Don't get me wrong. He's great. He's fantastic. Mm-hmm. He is top shelf. Um, but in my opinion, in terms of who's going to win this match, I want to give it to Mustafa Ali. I really do. I think he deserves it. I think he's long deserved it. Well, I, I hope that it happens. I, I, I listen. I'm not mad with either. Yeah, choice. I'm not mad with either choice. I think they're both fucking incredible performers, and I think that you know Mustafa has he has earned it this year. I think he's done amazing, even without being in the spotlight. He's made 205 a must-watch show, and I think he does deserve it. So yeah, I, I'm with it too. Um, next match. Oh boy, uh, AOP Raw Tag Team Champions versus The Bar SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Champion versus Champion Tag Match. Um, I, again, this is just the nature of the beast of with everything that's happened in the past four weeks with all these pay-per-views running into each other. We haven't really got a chance to see a lot of these guys interact with each other. Um, but again, if this is the bar and this is AOP, and if we do know anything about AOP is that they work very well when they're paired up with, uh, a team that is better than them. You see it with DIY, the revival shit like that back at NXT. I think it will be the same thing here. This is going to be a match to test AOP on the main roster and see, really see if they can run. I say give them about nine minutes, and I think AOP wins this. I think Big Show turns on Cesaro and Sheamus. Holy shit. And joins AOP. 
and starts wearing the little tactical vest and, and fatigue pants like everybody else. And he just looks like a giant AOP guy. Um, <laughs> no, I think whew, this is going to be a good one. I think uh, to me, if I'm Cesaros and Sheamus, Cesaro and Sheamus, Cesamus, um, if I'm Cesaro and Sheamus, I'm excited to work with a new team. I'm excited to, that there's new blood on the roster that you can work with and there's more creative things. They're a powerhouse team. Cesaro and Sheamus are usually the powerhouse team. Let's see right. how they're outclassed by AOP. In my opinion, to me, I'm chomping at the bit to get in the ring with these guys because they face literally everyone on the roster. Cesaro right. and Sheamus has been a team for three years. It's like, that's long. Yeah. Um, they face pretty much everybody. So I'm in, you know, I'm excited to see Cesaro flip, you know, Akem and toss him out the ring and do well, all if he gets of- a if he gets a giant swing on one of them, Whew. incredible. It's gonna be good. I think the bar is gonna win though. All right. So you say the bar, I say AOP. Once again, we're split. Uh next up is the five on five women's survivor series match. Oof. Uh yeah, again, oof. Team Raw is Mickey James, Nia Jax, Tamina, Natalia, Ruby Riot versus. Kyle. Why did they make us wait another week for them to announce that damn team? I don't know, and, <laughs> but but it, but then again, I think things happen a little bit differently if Becky doesn't get injured. You know what I'm saying? The Raw team looks sad. It, it does, but I mean the SmackDown one doesn't look that. I mean the SmackDown one's even sadder now because yeah, yeah, it's you, kind of on, sad now. On the SmackDown team, you got Carmella, Naomi, Oscar, Sonya Deville, and now you take Charlotte out of that match, which I think they had a storyline for her going into that, and you have TBA, which I'm guessing will probably be Mandy Rose, right? It's either man, yeah, I would say probably Mandy. Um, who else would be an option? There's, I mean, uh, Peyton or Billy. Payne or Billy, and we don't think um, what's her face is called up. Who? Um, Sanity Kyrie. girl. Nikki, oh, Nick, Nikki, Nikki Cross. Cross. Nikki Cross. Um, I would love Nikki Cross. Get another pop. <laughs> um, but if you do it there, if you do it there, that's fine because she's a she would be a f- effectively a face. Really? I would love. I would love if Mandy Rose assumed she was going to be in the match and got Nikki Crossed. Like Nikki Cross was just like she Paige is like, and we're going to bring out and Mandy Rose assumes it's her. She comes out flaunting with that weird walk that she does. Yeah. And then Nikki Cross just kind of blasts through the from the back and into the ring. And it's like, I guess we're doing Nikki Cross. To me, that would be great. Um that'd be cool. In terms yeah, it, it, I would think so. Um who's winning this match? Oof. Who do you think is gonna be? Here's a better question. Who do you think will be sole survivor? Um, I think there might be multiple. I think there might be multiple. I don't think there's going to be like a soul one here. I think there there might be some people left. I think I I really think Raw is going to win this. Um, but I I think it depends on if they're still going to or they still want to push the Nia Jax thing. Uh, to make her look more imposing against uh, Nia Jax is the first one out, baby. That would Come be. On. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and I I don't think anyone else would be surprised either if that happened. But um. I, I think this is really a match to make Nia a monster before she, you know, gets fed to Ronda. But yeah, I, I, I think Raw wins it still. I'll go out on a limb and say that, but I, I do think you should really pay attention to this match and who wins it and who goes out in what order. And that, and I think that's dependent on where they're going to go in the next couple of weeks with these characters. But um, yeah, I, I, I say Nia Jackson and Tamina are the last two left on Raw side, and they, I would hate for them to have. 
Asuka be the one that they sacrificed to finally put Nia Jax over after having Asuka beat her so much earlier this year. But I yeah. think that's what's going to happen. I think, yeah. I think they're they're, they're done with Asuka Tabra. I mean, just on the Mixed Match Challenge, she lost. Did she get pinned? Yes, she tapped out to Charlotte. Oh, okay. Oh, again, she tapped out again. Oh, my God. I was just like, what? What are we doing with our lives right now? I'm such uh, awesome I, I mean, eh. the, the fans are not done with her. Yeah. You know? The fans still love her. I think if you if they if they flip the switch like they did with Becky with Oscar, people would forget all about this year. Yeah, honestly, they they really would. Uh, so you think SmackDown's gonna win or, or Raw? You, you Nia Jackson to me, you know, Soul Survivors are for yeah. Raw. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is pretty much set in stone at this point. And again, if ch- plans have changed, SmackDown's gonna win this match. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Uh, on to the five on five men's Survivor Series match. Dolph, Team Raw, Wolf, <laughs> Dolph, mm. Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, mid card man, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, and Bobby Lashley versus The Miz, Shane McMahon, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, and Jeff Hardy. Uh, very indicative of, of of these two rosters. I think if some of these guys should have been moved to the other brand a long time ago. But um, uh, if, if I was picking the Soul Survivor, it's very mid cardy. It's like it was, yeah, it's very mid cardy. Uh, it's Mid Cardi and Shane McMahon. Um, oh, and Rey Mysterio. I think Rey Mysterio has a great, a great showing, but I do really think that coming out of this, you want Braun Strowman looking strong. I think Raw win this one too. Yeah, just to set up. For I, that th- I think match. Raw wins it to set. That's what I'm saying. I think Raw wins this to set up things for other things that are happening on this show. Well, you could also have Drew McIntyre be the sole survivor. Absolutely. I, I, either way, I think Raw wins this. Um. Well, oh shit, we're gonna get Finn Balor, Rey Mysterio. Hmm, that would be fun. We're gonna get Braun Strowman, Rey Mysterio. Like that's just gonna be that's gonna be crazy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> God, it does. It looks so weird now. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Without Daniel Bryan, they nixed the entire plan. There's and no more the Miz Daniel plan. Bryan. The entire the Miz is once again left in the. I'm not <laughs> happy. I'm not happy. I'm not happy <laughs> with the way this ended. At some in, in another country in two minutes, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I can't say I'm happy. The Miz deserves better. He's not. So you th- so, so you say raw too? I say I'm saying raw because and I'm saying after that the Miz deserves better. Turn quote on my quote my tweet after it because it's gonna uh, happen. Um, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura, champion versus champion. Of course, Seth Rollins is the ice. Why is this higher? <laughs> um, than the champion, the other champion versus champion match on Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was weird. I, was, I, didn't know, I don't know why it was that high. I think because just, marks control Wikipedia, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I think this would be like third match on the card, but my uh, open shoot. <clears throat> no, my no, you, you want to open with like the. If they're gonna do the cruiserweight shit, they put that'll probably be at the cooldown match. I will open with the champion versus champion tag match, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think people going up for them champions. I think you <laughs> set it off hot. You do Seth hot, Rollins. Hot, 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 hot. <laughs> this is we're doing hot, hot, cold, hot, hot. <laughs> oh my god. Shout out to anyone who gets that. Shout I don't know out, if anyone Shout out to Kaz, too. Shout out to Kaz. You just hot, hot. Um, <laughs> uh, we're sort of hot. But yeah, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Did the, lack of, the, did the lack of build... Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is a cold match. I don't think it matters because if you just look at the players, you're pretty much sold. 
and I think I've been telling a lot of people that like it's it's the first time ever. It doesn't yeah. have to be like you know what like Sami Zayn's Shinsuke Nakamura was not was not built like that. It was literally like there was like no footage of of Shinsuke at that point either. So it was like they just threw it together. It, it can happen. I I'm worried that if Shinsuke is going to keep that same energy. That's all I'm worried about. I think so. I think especially if you make him the opening match. I think that gives them time. I think they'll win over the crowd. I think a whole lot of things. I think LA is going to go up for Shinsuke. Yeah. Um, and I think LA is going to go up for Seth Rollins. So I think it's it's a it's a great attraction match, if anything. Really. So, did. so uh, I got Shinsuke winning this. I think I think it's a it's an obvious pick here. SmackDown needs some winners, so I'm going to go with Shinsuke as well. Yeah, and the thing is, they as much as people don't. Don't believe it. They really protect Shinsuke a lot, so I think he's going to win this match. Yeah, I think so too. Based on the fact SmackDown needs winners, uh, which leads us to the next match, which is to me the most interesting match on this card. Uh, on SmackDown this Tuesday, Daniel Bryan won the World Heavyweight Championship from AJ Styles. Jesus, and what happened? Giveth and taketh. Giveth and taketh. I'm I think fine with it. AJ won it before the Survivor Series, and he lost it before the Survivor Series. I think it's poetic. I think it's excellent. Um, I agree. I, I do also think that how about how how much they think of Becky that they were just like, you know what? We're just going to do the heel turn tonight. You know, I thought of that as well. I thought that this and this reaction to this and Daniel Bryan winning it was a. <laughs> jerk reaction to Becky no longer being in this match and them kind of losing the hottest match that they have on this card. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm glad you kind of think that as well. Yeah, Um, of course I it's, it's so obvious that they, they said, well, it's not, it's not, it's twofold. It's, we have a face. We have a baby face on this show that can carry the show as the baby face. We don't need two. We don't need two Daniel Bryan's. It reminds me of the booking of what they did when Roman Reigns left Monday night and then they decided to do the Dean Ambrose heel turn right. in terms of just kind of snapping back people into reality and giving people a new narrative to sort of chase as opposed to Becky's injured. What are we going to do um, now? It's dog. Daniel Bryan is champion. And, and he's, he's a heel. heel. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 it was such a great turn. It's been building for a while, even from the AJ Bryan build up to crown jewel. I don't think this came out of nowhere whatsoever. I think if you're looking for explanation, obviously you're going to get it soon. I think that I love these types of, I love that they've been doing these, these turns. Like if you think about these shows, SmackDown has been turned on its head like four times this year. Yeah. Just alone, just of of things that have happened. I think this to me, I'll just say it right now. Like it's either this or NXT going down and we're, we're, we're close to December here. These, these two are like really like my show of the year. One of these, one of those two shows. I think SmackDown has just been consistent as far mm-hmm. as being a great show, and um, I think just having Daniel Bryan on top again, no one should be upset at that. And having him be a heel again, he hasn't been a heel. Think about this, uh, Meals. Last time Daniel Bryan was a heel, it's like 2013. That's a 2010, long. 2011. Was it? 2011. He was a, he he was was a face heel. in 2013. He was a heel going into WrestleMania where he lost to Sheamus. And then Hell No was that year too? Y- yes. Hell No was a heel? I thought Hell No was kind of just like stupid. They were bad guys at first. He was they a bad were? guy still. Yeah, he was a bad guy still. When you they, sure? they started. Yes, when they started Hell No, he was a bad guy. He flipped to face after the shield. 
That was that still was like 2011. I'm sure it was like 2011. Wait, which one did they team Hell No face Ziggler and Big E at WrestleMania? Um, God, no one remembers that. I think that was 29. Um, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Um, yeah, he's, he, but, but regardless of that, he's been a face for a really long time, and I think this is a chance for him to really sink his teeth. And also, like, he's faced every single heel on the show. I think I don't think people have noticed this, but he's faced everybody already. He's faced Miz, Joe. Almas, uh, who, who am I missing? Who am I missing? Randy Nakamura, I think. Randy, he's he's faced them all, or he had smoke with Nakamura. I don't think they actually had a match, but they had they had smoke. I mean, they can tear it up, shit. Yeah, they, um, they had smoke, but I I think like you you it's fine. I I think that like it also gives you this match, and I think no one should be complaining about the fact that we get this match out of it. It's wild that this has happened because. Normally, this would never happen. I don't think well, WWE had to... any stock in Daniel Bryan becoming champion ever again, or at least not in the near future. Maybe not this year, but he remember he was supposed to be the one to drop the title to Brock before he got had to retire the first right. time, and or not retire before he got injured. He was supposed to su- it was supposed to be SummerSlam, and then John yeah. Cena walked into that ass whooping. Yeah, and and thank thankful for that. It wasn't Bryan knowing what we know now. But, um, you know, we finally get this match four years in the making. Uh, we, of course, it's Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. Um, regardless of how we got here, who do you think is winning? Oof. This is going to be interesting because if, if you're looking at our scorecard right now, Emil, SmackDown's down by a lot. I think SmackDown gets a. I think SmackDown gets their ass beat on the show. Um, in my opinion, because a lot of things I just don't see Raw winning, or what would be the reason for Raw winning? Um, oh, you mean SmackDown? Yeah, yeah, SmackDown winning. So I really do think they get their ass beat on the show, um, because then you would either need, you'd probably need. Usually they do. Oh, we have some seven matches, so you know we have four and three, and one could break the tie, and ah, la la la. Um, the three, God, yeah. I'm gonna just I don't say know. it right now. I think Brian's gonna win this. I think. I remember I said like two weeks ago or a week ago, Brock's job right now for these last two three appearances should be putting people over. That doesn't mean it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just telling you that that this is my mindset. My man tossed up fucking tossed up Braun Strowman like a sack of potatoes five times. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a, you, so I mean, you think it's about to be a four minute match? Hell no! I think no, no, no. I don't think it's going to be a four minute match, but I do see Brock Lesnar winning this match. I I think Daniel Bryan's momentum and as a heel, which he just became on Tuesday, is severely hurt if he loses to Brock here. I agree. If it but is anything, Brock is Brock. Is anything other, if it is anything other than a non finish, I think it hurts Bryan here. I think it's, but in a sense, Brock is also Brock. Like, would you? Would you be that disappointed if it was like Daniel Bryan versus like a Kevin Owens? You'd be like, damn, Daniel Bryan really shouldn't have lost that match. But when it's Brock Lesnar, like it's Brock. Like you can't even blame him if he loses because Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. He's Brock Lesnar. I think that, again, and and I get what you're saying. But I also see ahead to the future that he's losing this title soon. And also it's a heel versus heel. Like it's a... It's an interesting dynamic they got here that they've just kind of like let's what do it, Heyman, whatever. What if Heyman turns on Brock here? And shows up on SmackDown? Whew. Yeah. And and him and it's him and Brian. 
No, I wouldn't buy that. Why are we doing that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why we would do that. I feel it's like they got my, a good thing going. It's one of my wild. It's one of my wild predictions. It's one of my wild uh, bookings. It's one of my people, wild bookings. People Bear call it genius. I don't call me the fool. Mills, come on. All right, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. No one calls me a genius for anything that I say. All, All right. right. Well, I, I, I very, I very rarely like. I very rarely nonsensically book things. Okay. Sure. Mills, I and, and here's the thing. I very rarely shit on your booking too. Listen. I, my, not, shit, my shit isn't nonsensical. Mine is just. <laughs> oh my God. Mine have mine. Everything is for a reason to make the product seem cooler than it is. All right, I think I'm out. wrestling. I think <laughs> wrestling fans. Don't get me wrong. I think wrestling fans are creatures of like repetition and like patterns and like they've seen something happen and they've seen it happen for twenty years, which WWE is very you know good with doing. Yeah. Um, in terms of how they make stars and who they put championships on and who they decide to push at what certain time and blah, 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 blah. I think it's, they've been trained that way by the WWE, you know, they must hate this year, (laughs) but I think, and and, and I'm saying it. Yeah. I think this year they've really changed things. I think creative isn't the same as it was previous years. Um, I think Vince McMahon has maybe taken a bit of a step back, even though he's still involved. I think he's taken a little bit of a step back and he's allowed, you know, some other people to control things. And I think they catering a lot more to the fans than they, the fans probably realize. Um, That's why, you know, some things are happening, but they don't want to give him credit. They don't want to give him credit for good stuff. No, they don't want to give him credit for good stuff. They want to they want to shit on them for Saudi Arabia and and you know, WWE Evolution and all this other stuff and allowing Nia Jax on Raw, but they don't want to give him credit for Daniel Bryan is the fucking champion <laughs> on SmackDown. Did you even real? Did you you knew you wanted that like two, three, four years ago, right? Months ago, you Fuck wanted that. <laughs> you know you wanted Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. Like forever, right? Like you know, you booked it at every Royal Rumble for the last five years, even though this man could not wrestle. We still booked Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan anyway. So it's like you know, I I think it's a different area of WWE, and I think they're thinking differently and a little bit outside of the box, which I can applaud them on. Um, so you, but that said, you say, said, Brock? You say yeah, Brock? I'm going Brock. I'm going I Brock. Say Brian. Uh, I think it'll be a great match. Uh, but let's get to what I believe will still be the main event on Sunday. I hope uh, so. <clears throat> Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Biggest match on the show uh, to me. Um, we've already set our thoughts on swapping the match uh, with with Becky and, and uh, rather swapping it from Mania. But I think that, I mean, you, this gives it a lot more fire. I think this will this has the potential and Charlotte can bring it out of her. Mm-hmm. This has the potential to be Ronda's best match on Sunday. Yes, it does. You know what? Oh, I forgot. I forgot what I was going to say. I think this match will steal the show. <laughs> wow. I'm saying it right now. This will be the best match on the card and potentially be a match of the year contender. Okay. These two are too good at what they do. And I think Charlotte Flair, when she's excited about a match, she really gets into it. And you can kind of tell from her movements the first few seconds of the match. You look um, at, like, listen, to me, Charlotte got two contenders on the books this year. Yeah. She got two. So she's got two, she, and I think she's she, going to make it a third with this if match. She, if she got three, and it, you know what, you know what's crazy to me, character wise, I think Becky's like a, is top five to me this year. Mm-hmm. In ring wise, I put I'm putting Charlotte over her in ring. Mm. 
I'm putting Charlotte over her in ring because when I think about the performances in in that last woman standing, and I think about the performances in their their match, even the the match where she won the title, I'm thinking about Oscar the Oscar match. I'm thinking about potentially this Ronda match. I think Charlotte got her beat. I agree. I think Charlotte is it. Trust me, there are times where we talk about Charlotte and be like, "What is she doing?" Exactly. P U. <laughs> but um, I do think that she, when she turns it on, she's one of the best. Period. Absolutely, absolutely. I think you put her next to anybody. She, she's one of the best on that roster right and now. I th- and I think when you have a match against Ronda Rousey and just the magnitude of the match and just like what it's, you know, what it stands for and what it means and the fact that it could close a big four show. Um, she's going to be excited. And I think they're going to come through with a very competitive, very athletic. Both of them are stellar athletes. Um, yeah. You know, I think the, the, the I'm, I'm scared. Play. I'm scared for that. I'm scared for that moonsault because I we haven't seen Ronda catch nobody yet. Oof. What if I would tell you Ronda is going to do a moonsault? I'll turn, I'll turn the show off. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I, I have no intel. Um, <laughs> but yes, it's a. It's gonna be good. It's so, what will, will, will we will you agree with me with saying that Ronda needs this win more than Charlotte does? I think they're gonna go that way. Yes, Ronda does need the win more than Charlotte does at this I, point. Yeah, I, th- I think I I fully believe that uh, Ronda will c- walk out of this on top. Um, I think it'll be great. However, and I think honestly, on paper, even as we're talking about it, I wasn't as excited before we started talking about this show. Mm-hmm. On paper, this is a pretty good card, man. This is a pretty good card. I'm not. I can't. I'm not even gonna lie. Wait, wait. You left out that question that you wanted to ask about this Ronda and Charlotte Flair. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. I did have a question penciled in here. Uh, do you think this match opens the door for the Horsewoman match? And I think they've been alluding to it, and I think they haven't been very subtle in doing so. So here's what I think. We talk about that hug. Okay. The hug. Becky Lynch. You know who's also not on the card? Who? Sasha Banks and Bailey. Ah, okay. You know who's also just happens to be in LA that weekend, may or may not be doing anything? Shayna Baszler. Yeah, Shayna Baszler, um, Marina, Shafir. Marino, Shafir, and Jessamine Duke. There we go. Yeah, all of them. Oh, I'm just wow. saying, we either get the backstage segment pre match. Or we get the, the the hug. Literally, could be. I just want to. We're setting up this match. I'll raise you one. I'll say sure. the hill. I'll say the Ronda Hill turn happens here because there's a reason they kept Charlotte face. Mm. I'll say the Ronda Hill turn happens here. I'll say that the reason that they probably get beat down at the end of the show is because they're not at full power and Becky's not there. And I think you get the horsewomen match, maybe fast lane. And fast lane. I don't want to waste on fast lane. Let's go to Mania, baby. Come no, on. it's not happening in Mania. You want you want the bet. You want the leaders to go at it. I say if you want to do that, three on three on three. Then three on three. Horsewomen. Uh, Sh- Sasha, Charlotte, Becky, or not Sh- Sasha, Charlotte, Bailey versus uh, Marina. It ain't uh, four horsewomen unless there's four of them. No, I'm saying you have Becky, Ronda main event Mania, and have oh. the other women do a six a, a six six person tag. I would rather the other women be in the corner. And we just get all the shenanigans. I, well, I don't think that's happening. Away. You can't have it both ways, bro. It's, it's no, no, no. I would rather I would rather Ronda Becky, Ronda versus Becky, and then Charlotte Bailey and um, Sasha are in you know Charlotte's corner or Becky's corner, and then the other three horsewomen are in Ronda's corner. But then you could still you could still do that match at like Backlash or something. 
I don't think here's the thing. If you if you say meals again, and you've agreed with me when I said this before, and I don't know why you're doing this now. If you save everything for big shows, you won't have any like you you won't have anything. Like an injury could happen. But you still have like the other four combinations. Of, you still have other combinations of matches you can and go that's to what before I was you just, go to and the that's four what I was just on saying. four at Mania. And that's what I would no, you're gonna wait a whole year? I, it's not it's what Mania's like five months from now. You're not they're not going with the horsewoman versus horsewoman match that you want. I'm sure no no no. I'm sh- I, listen, I'm just throwing this out there. I if it's Rhonda versus Becky, I'm one hundred percent cool with that. I'm just saying plans have evidently changed a little bit. Not to a know. tag match. Right, right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. I'm not I'm not saying this is concrete. I'm literally I'm a I'm a fantasy booker. I'm literally throwing it out there. What if this happened? If it happens, Ronda versus Becky, I'm cool with that. And have the women, you know, um, just be, you know, around during the match and have nah, little run-ins and all this other stuff. Well, you don't want to. You don't want to again. Not to interrupt you, but you don't want Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte, especially Charlotte, not doing anything until that match. They're still in the main event. Like they're part of the main event. You they're know not, what I'm saying? They're not wrestling in it. I know. I 100% know, but they're part of the main event. And you can still close the show with like a handshake or whatever, you know, BS, you know, wrestling thing that's going to go on. So what's but wrong with can, the six woman tag them at, at, at the show? I mean, whatever. Then do we do the six women tag? I feel I feel like the, the, the show will end the same way either way. Like... <laughs> I, I just, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying. A lot of people would be upset if these women were all in just the corner of these women. I think it's still possible to do it. Probably. but I still think they should have. A, they should still have a match anyway. Probably, but then you also all right, listen though. You also have 700 other women on the card. Yeah, I it's think Oscar like you will don't, probably be championed by then. I think yeah, it's not like you don't have other options in terms of keeping things happy. Yes, it would be great if we had Sasha Banks wrestle at WrestleMania. Um, to me. In terms of what Sasha Banks has planned at WrestleMania, which, in my opinion, currently right now, nothing. Um, Charlotte doesn't either. Charlotte doesn't either. I think this is probably the better idea in terms of making a WrestleMania moment. I'm thinking about more of the moment. I'm thinking less of the actual, we need a match on the card, and I'm thinking of the moment. They can handshake tomorrow. Thinking of the moment at WrestleMania. Come on. All right. All right. This doesn't we gotta matter. Stop holding, we got to stop holding WrestleMania up to like this. You got to do it there, brother. Like you could do it anywhere. I'm, you do it at WrestleMania special. That's why I hate Mania. Like you got to do it there, brother. <laughs> all right. Whatever. Whatever. You got to do it at Mania, brother. I mean, it's good to do it. Listen, <laughs> if I thought, I think Becky and, and, and Ronda could happen on any other card as well. I yeah, agree. I could. I agree. It could happen on any other card. But I think when you think of a WrestleMania moment, having them handshake. Having them handshake. Is your moment. (laughs) See, all right, this is why I don't tell you my ideas. Because you're here laughing at my ideas. And you're saying, I don't don't disrespect. I don't disrespect. I don't disrespect your ideas. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. That's why I'm going to keep my ideas to myself. And when it happens, I'm going to just say, I told you so. You know, whatever. Listen, the handshake could happen. I'm just saying, don't don't just say relegate the women. And remember, I said that I'm we were going to argue. Relegate? No, but remember, remember, relegate. I said. Remember, you're saying remember relegate. Said. It's not relegate. It's I mean, still a WrestleMania moment. Don't get me wrong. Meals. Remember, I said we're going to argue about something way stupider. 
yeah. probably 45 minutes ago. But um, first of all, WrestleMania moment. Come on. There's more than one way to have a moment at WrestleMania. Well, let's, I, let's, listen, let's keep that what, completely Mills, clear. You don't Mills, need a match to your, have a moment. Mills, you can have your handshake. I'm not saying your handshake wow. is. I'm just saying don't have don't have those women right. in the yes, corner. You yes, you are. It's a WrestleMania moment. Have your handshake. You can have it. You're not you saying have it's your handshake. WrestleMania moment. Is your your you know what your handshake is a WrestleMania moment. You know I don't cons- I don't you know I don't see to anyone in a debate. Here thank, you go. Thank you, thank you. The handshake, your WrestleMania moment. There and you now, go. And now when it happens, no one's gonna like, give me any credit, or no one's gonna. Everyone's gonna say like, "Wow, that was so amazing," and I'm gonna be like, "You know what? Fuck you guys." <laughs> and there you have it. That's Survivor Series 2018. <laughs> Uh, and that is uh, just a rundown of everything. Unfortunately, I will not be in LA this weekend for Survivor Series. I'll be on the East Coast, so uh, the LA of the East. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> just shit on uh, Virginia, why don't you? <laughs> oh my God! No, go home. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go home. So I'm, I'm gonna be there. So, but for anyone coming out to LA, have a safe, have a safe trip. Everyone, be safe out in LA this weekend for Survivor Series. Um, I will be watching it with you guys on East Coast time on Saturday and Sunday. And, and I'll sleep uh, in your chair. It's a yes. Then you normally, I'm just letting you know, the, the yeah. will be set when, when the, the shame starts. <laughs> will it will be dark outside and the show will start. I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. Hey. But uh but as always, uh we will be back next week with oh and you know what another thing I had to say, uh, Mega Ram was supposed to be on the show this week. Uh he had to uh rain check. Uh so he'll be back very soon on the A show. Um but shout out to him for even considering it. Uh and as always on RNC radio, we have so many podcasts coming up for you. Uh we have of course RSPN that came out this week with Mark and Jeff. We also have uh, late fees coming out this Friday with myself, Eric, Pat, uh, and Wesley, and special guest Jenny Motto talking wrestling movies this uh, episode. Uh, Mills, what's on Two Belts? Two Belts this week. Well, we did a double header. Last week we did an episode. This week we're doing an episode. This week we are going to be talking about Grammy nomination predictions. Who will be nominated for the Grammys? The announcement is coming up in two weeks. Who will be nominated for a Grammy? Um, not completely sure what albums will come out, but stay tuned. We are also going to talk about a lot of different things. I mean, there was a fake Party Next Door album that dropped. <laughs> a Migos was carpool karaokeing, um, which broke the internet in a kind of way. Um, a lot of things. So we, we got a lot. Jill Scott was doing some weird things with a microphone. Oh, boy. We can't talk about that on this show. No. Uh, <laughs> we will, you know, we got some things to talk about. All right. So until next week, uh, I want to also because I may not be able to do this on the lookout for at least another month. But thank you to everyone who tuned in on the lookout. Oh, yeah. One of our best episodes to date. Shout out to Balvin. He was amazing. Continues to be the God. Um, Balvin is Balvin loves to be offline on PS4. He don't like to play PS4 with me no more. Oh, man. Oh, man. So so there you go. That's not good. But we, we got a lot of things. If if people are looking forward to, you know, the Dragon Ball Super Broly premiere, you know, first of all, avoid the spoilers. The spoilers are everywhere. Um, and then second, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. We'll be back next month. Me and Jeff will be back next month with like a holiday treat. We haven't started the next season yet, but we'll be back with a holiday treat. Absolutely. Thank you to everyone who listens to the A Show every single week. We are, you know, 
quickly going into 2019, which means that meals is almost time for our lists. So get, get ready for that. That's true. Big true. So uh, yeah, that'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, hopefully we can get some, we can get some special guests on that as well. Um, but as always, we'll be back next week with the latest and greatest in pro wrestling and beyond. Uh, so until next week, I'm uh, Justin for meals signing off on the A Show. Peace out. Every week's update.